It is day two of Dafchaf. We are holding the Gemara on Dafchaf and Madalaf about 12 lines down from the top of the page. The Gemara continues with a number of laws about Hesech Adas. What does that mean? So just by way of background, people who are extra strict with the laws of Tumah and Tara, who we described as Purushim, people who eat their Chulin food, their unconsecrated food in a state of ritual purity, for those people, Tahar objects are considered to retain their state of Tahara only as long as they are consciously and uninterruptedly guarded from contact with Tumah. If there is a hesachadas, a diversion of attention, in other words, the person in possession of them, even for a moment, starts to lose attention of focus on them, of guarding them, that they shouldn't become Tommy ritually impure, then they become Tommy. Even if they haven't actually become Tommy, even if there's no knowledge, the person doesn't know that they've become Tommy, he doesn't think they've become Tommy. Nonetheless, since he lost his focus, he had hesachadas, he stopped thinking about focusing on guarding them from becoming Tommy, they become Tommy, they become ritually impure. The Gemara now brings three rulings that seem to pertain to this principle. If someone's shul, in other words, a porish, someone who's particular about guarding and eating their chulin, unconsecrated food in a state of ritual purity, if he's wearing a shawl, like a cloak, and it fell off him, onto the floor and Amal Haveri said to his friend Tunali give it to me Unasonalo and his friend picked it up and gave it to him Tamea it's considered to be Tommy ritually impure because since it wasn't constantly in his possession in the possession of the original watcher the original person it underwent a diversion of attention a hesachadas and therefore it becomes Tommy as we've explained now the Gemara is going to ask later on why is it that the owner who dropped it, he's standing right there, he's watching it, why is it that he cannot guard it when he's not holding on to it? But for now, our understanding is that he has a Hesach when he drops it, he's not the only one holding it, therefore he's not the only one guarding it. The other person picks it up, it becomes Tommy, it's considered to be a Hesach a diversion of attention. A second teaching, Amr Abiyonusam ben Amram, Abiyonusam ben Amram says, Nischal fulo kalim shal Shabbos bekalim shal chol ulevoshan. If someone's Shabbos clothes became mixed up with his weekday clothes and he put them on, in other words, he planned to take his weekday clothes out of the cupboard, out of the, out of the closet, but instead he by accident, he inadvertently took out his Shabbos clothes. Nitmu, they become Tomei. And again, the Gemara assumes at this stage that the reason for this ruling is that an item that is guarded on the presumption that it is a particular item, but actually it's later discovered to be a different item, is not considered to be guarded. And this is going to be something the Gemara is going to debate quite significantly. Again, the principle that we're taking from this ruling at the moment is that if someone guards an item thinking it's that item, but if in the end finds out it's a different item, that's not considered to be guarding, it's considered to be one that's not guarded and it comes Tommy. Amr Abelazabra B'Tzadik, a third ruling similar to the second one. Amr Abelazabra B'Tzadik, Ma'asebeshtei Noshim Chaveris. It once happened with two women who were Chaveris. Chaveris is sort of synonymous with a Porush. A Porush, someone who's very particular about states of Tumah and Tara. So these women, their clothing became mixed up in the bathhouse. One of them picked up the other one's clothing, the other one picked up the other's clothing. The incident came before a Bikiva for ruling the Timon and he rendered them Tommy. And again, the Gemara assumes at this point that the women had been unaware that they had exchanged clothes. And therefore, for a brief moment, for just a short time, each one had been guarding the article of clothing that she had put on, on the presumption that it was her clothing and not her friend's clothing and she didn't have her own clothing and therefore the Gemara understands the reason for Bikiva's ruling was the same as the previous one that guarding an item on the presumption that it is a different item 
is not considered to be a valid guarding. These are the three rulings of the Gemara. The Gemara is going to now discuss them further. So now the last two rulings, we'll just remind ourselves for a moment, the principle that came out from them is that if you guard an item, as we said a moment ago, for the purposes you thought it was that item, but you find out it's actually a different item altogether, that is not a good guarding and it becomes Tommy. Maskeflar of Oshaya of Oshaya objected to this principle that comes out of these last two rulings. Elamata, he said, wait a minute, are you suggesting as follows that if someone put his hand in a basket to take out a loaf of wheat bread and instead a loaf of barley bread came up in his hand are you suggesting that the barley bread will become tommy like the person who puts his hand in to take the Shabbos clothes takes the weekday clothes like the woman in the what bathhouse who takes her friend's clothes by mistake is that what you're suggesting and if you're going to tell me that's indeed the case we have, haven't we learnt in a brisa contrary to that if someone guards a barrel on the presumption that it is wine inside the barrel, and you find out later, he finds out that it's actually a barrel of oil, that it's tohor, insofar as that it can't render other things tommy. It is tohoro militame, it is not considered to be tommy to the extent that it cannot render other things tommy. So you see, that this, that a misconception about the identity of an item that a person's guarding does not invalidate the guarding. Because otherwise, why otherwise why would this barrel not be considered to be tummy? Why is the barrel tohor? You seem to see from this case of the barrel that when you guard something thinking it's one thing but it's something else, that it actually is tohor. And that's contrary to the rulings that we learned a moment ago. So the Gemara counters, but wait a minute, according to your reasoning, that the barrel should be tohor, that if you guarded something, thinking it's one thing and it's something else, that it should be tohor, Amos Sefer, look at the end of that brysa, the same brysa that talked about the misidentified barrel of oil, barrel of wine, the end of the brysa says, even though it cannot render other things tummy, in other words, it's tohor to the extent that it cannot render other things tohor, tummy, but the oil is forbidden for consumption. Va'amai. Why is that the case? It seems to be the case that even though the oil is not capable of rendering other things tommy, nonetheless it itself is possible. It itself cannot be drank. You'll recall a week or so ago we learnt that in states of Tum and Tara there's always the end of the line. You get to the end of the line depending on the item. If it's Chulin maybe it can get to the end of the line, end of the line of the Shani. If it's Kodesh or Truma it can get further. But there's always a state at which an item is possible. It's rendered invalid. It cannot be eaten. It cannot be used for its whatever purpose. But it cannot render other things tummy. So this oil has a status of tumma. It has a status of tumma that it, it's possible. It cannot be eaten. It cannot be. It cannot be eaten. But nonetheless, it cannot render other things tummy. So the Gemara says, why is that? Why is it that it can't render other things tummy? And yet, it itself is considered to be tummy. It's considered to be possible. It seems, perhaps, the Gemara says, that guarding an item on the assumption that it's one item, finding out it's a different item, is not a valid guarding. So the Gemara answers, actually, guarding an item for the purposes of thinking it's one thing and then it actually you find out it's another actually is a valid guarding in that case why is this item on the one hand you can't eat it on the other hand it cannot make other things tommy because Omer Biyumi or Biyumi says but Omer it's a specific case where a person says a person says I only guarded it from becoming tommy to the extent that it could make other things tommy but I didn't guard it from becoming tommy to the extent that it in itself would become possible in other words a person says says, I protected this item from, become, from touching an avatuma, 
which would render it a Rishon, and other touches the oil would become a Rishon, and enable it to render other Chulin items a Shani. I guarded it to that extent that it wouldn't touch an Avatumma that would make it Tommy that it could render other things Tommy. But I didn't guard it from touching a Rishon that would render it a Shani, and Shani is the end of the line for Chulin. Once it's Shani, Latumma, it cannot make other things Tommy, even though it itself is possible, even though it itself cannot be eaten. So the person says, I only guarded it to a certain level. I guarded it from touching an Avatuma that would protect it from becoming Tomei, that would allow it to make other things Tomei, but I didn't protect it from become, from touching a Rishon that would render it possible. It would render it Tomei to the extent that it itself was, was Tomei, but it wouldn't render other things Tomei. I only guarded it to a certain extent. So the Gemara is basically saying, guarding for the per- thinking it's some, one thing, and actually you find that it's another thing, is a valid guarding. That is a valid guarding. So we're going to have a question on the previous cases that we learned, because we learned from this price of that that is a valid guarding even though you have a mistaken identity of the object that is nonetheless a valid guarding but this is a very specific case where a person only guards it to a certain extent so before concluding its question and answering it, the Gemara says, Is there such a thing as partial guarding? Is that, is that a thing? Is that true that you can guard something for the purpose of not becoming Tommy, that it can render other things Tommy, but you can? But, you know, that's why I'm guarding it. But I'm not guarding it for the purposes of it not becoming possible, that it itself can become Tommy. Is that really a thing? The Gemara answers in. Yes, it is a thing. You can guard something just for half. For Hatanya, as we learned in the following price, a hoshit the other basal, if someone put his hands into a basket that had figs inside. For Hasal al and the basket was on his shoulder. For Hamagrefa Hasal, and a shovel was in the basket. For Hoya Balibal Hasal, and his mind was on the basket and the figs. For Loya Balibal Hamagrefa, but his mind was not on the shovel. In other words, he guarded the basket and the contents of the basket from contracting tumor, but not the shovel. Hasal Tahar of Hamagrefa Tameya. The law is the basket with its contents is Tahar. And the shovel is Tommy because he wasn't planning to guard the shovel. Now this hasn't taught us anything so far because here we're dealing with two different objects. What the Gemara is trying to prove is that even for a single object, you can have a split intention of guarding. Here in the case that we've learned so far, the figs and the shovel, that's two different objects. The figs on the one hand, the shovel on the other hand. But the, the Gemara now dissects the brighter to prove its point. Hasal tahar. The basket is tahar. Tatame amagrefal asal. But why doesn't the shovel contaminate the basket? If the shovels become Tomei, then the shovel touches the basket and the basket should become Tomei. How can you suggest that the shovel is Tomei and the basket is Tara when the, when the shovel's touching the basket? So the Gemara answers, ain't clean metamically. Well, a utensil can't contaminate another utensil. That's a, a rule of, uh, of Tumma and Tara, that a utensil can only contract Tumma from an Avatumma. And a utensil would very unlikely be, be a very unlikely to be an Avatumma. So the shovel can't contaminate the basket. So the Gemara continues though, persists for the Tami Masha Basal. But the shovel should contaminate the figs. If the shovel is Tommy because it wasn't being guarded, it should contaminate the figs. So Amar Ovinna, Ovinna says it must be, but Omer, the Bryce was dealing with a case, Shemarativ Midova Shematam over I only guarded the shovel from something that would render it Tomei, that it, would be, that it shouldn't become Tomei to the extent that it would make other things Tomei, but I didn't guard it from something that would render it possible. So the case here where we're saying that the shovel becomes Tomei, but the figs don't, is where the person says, I guarded the shovel to the extent that it would not become Tomei, that it could render other things Tomei, and that's why the figs are Tahar, but I didn't guard the shovel to the extent that it, could, that it wouldn't become possible, that it wouldn't become the end of the line for Tuma, and that it could become possible unusable, but that wouldn't make it possible to render the figs Tomei. So the Gemara has proven that you can guard something, and you can guard something for only half, that you can guard it from becoming Tomei to the extent that it can make other things Tomei, but not guard it to the extent that it can become possible.
The Gemara now concludes its question, at any rate, we have a problem. We have a question. We have a brysa here where we've said that a person is guarding this barrel. He has a mistaken identity. He thinks it's wine. It's actually oil. And he's only guarding it. Okay, he's only guarding it to the extent that the oil shouldn't become Tommy, that it can render other things Tommy. But yet we see from the brysa that that is considered to be a valid guarding. You can guard something, even though you didn't realize that it was oil when you thought it was wine. It's still a valid guarding. So how could we have said in the previous two cases that we learned in the list of three cases we started today's shear with, the two women who mixed up their clothes or the person who put his hand in the cupboard and took out the Shabbos clothes or the, or the weekday clothes instead of the Shabbos clothes, how can it be that that's not considered to be a guarding and the clothes become Tommy? When in the case of the oil and the wine, we're saying that a person who didn't realize what he was picking up, nonetheless, if he had intention to guard, he can still guard the item and a mistaken identity doesn't necessarily render it Tommy. That's the question of the Gemara. We're going to hold it here and continue you meet Hashem tomorrow. I wish you all a very good day.